missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Do any grilling this weekend, Sean? I did not do any grilling. Really? Oh, no, that's not true. I grilled some Italian sausages. Oh, sausages. Did you just eat them whole, or what did you do? Did you just Put swallow them on a bun, them? mustard, relish, onions. You didn't just swallow them whole? No, I took a bite. And... Gene, any any grilling going on at your place this Last weekend? night. Yeah? Burgundy spoon roast steaks. Ooh, those are nice. Those are real good. Yeah, we, we had plans to uh, grill a, a pork loin last night, but uh, then we got day drunk, and <laughs> that kind of went that out didn't the window. Happen. So tonight's the, uh, the pork loin. Then we got some big plans for this weekend, obviously, with Memorial Day weekend uh, coming up, but... You ever, uh, you ever, you ever been over somebody's house and and they grill weird, Shaw? They, they like, they don't do it the way you do it, and you kind of you notice that, and they're sort of like, "What the hell's going on over Are there?" Are they? You mean like they're not wearing pants? Right. No, no, no. I mean just the way that they grill. Like, uh, you know, you, you you judge people, right? When you're over at their house and they're grilling, and you're like, "Man, that guy's what the hell's he doing?" You know, he keeps why, opening the lid on that. Grill. Why is they're he moving stuff that. around all the time? You know, why does he keep flipping the burger? Like, right? dude, you got to keep it down, you know, longer, right? I mean, you, you, you judge people, though, right? I suppose. Do you judge them on how uh, well done they like their their steaks? Yes, certainly for sure. Like if you there, there's a reason why memes exist about how well done you like your steak. Uh, because if you like it well done, then you should get off this planet. Uh-huh. Why are you ruining a good quality cut of meat by cooking it till it's dead? Good point. And then dead again. It's already dead once. You know. I don't know about you, Shaw, but I'm a rare guy. I like it rare. Medium rare. Bloody. I, I don't mind a medium rare. I don't mind a medium, but anything after medium. Oh, yeah. Then we got problems. I know a lot of restaurants, uh, especially in this day and age, uh, cook things medium, and you don't get a lot of pink in there because they're terrified of lawsuits, and I understand that. But if you get a good, you know, really nicely done steak, it should be somewhere in the rare to medium rare range with, you know, the blood dripping out. You know, you got to let it rest, let all the juices suck back in there. But somebody who gets their steak well done, uh, is, is obviously some sort of crazy person. Uh-huh. Um, and we judge those people according to a new survey. Uh, no matter how you like your steak cooked, uh, some people, 53% of us claim we'd even dump somebody over how well they like their <laughs> Whoa, steak. Whoa, okay. Over half of us. Now, I've been married to my wife for a long time, but if she starts asking for a steak well done, then we're going to have some problems. Right. You know what I mean, Shaw? Going to bring in the counselors at that point. Yeah, we might have to go see a marriage counselor. I mean, there's things I can handle, Shaw, but uh, I'm not going to handle a well-done steak. Uh, medium, uh, by the way, and medium rare tied for the most popular way to cook a steak. Each got about a third of the vote. Rare is next at 15%, then medium well at 11%, and then 10% of people like their steak well done for some reason. Huh. I don't get it. You just, it's just, why even buy, just eat leather. You know what I mean? <laughs> just eat a leather belt. Gross. But yeah, a new study found that half of us judge people who don't like their steak cooked the way that we like it cooked, Shaw. <laughs> Obviously, well done people, you're sort of looking at them like, dude, it's it's over. Stop the fight. <laughs> There's nothing left there. You know what I mean? You might as well just scoop out whatever is, uh, you know, stuck on the grill grates and eat that. Those burnt little charred <laughs> things that have no juice or flavor. Ugh. Well done steak. That's the only thing I would really send back, Shaw, at a restaurant, too. I don't like to send things back because I've. Right. I've worked in restaurants. I know mm-hmm. how that goes. You've seen the movie Waiting. You but know, if you're paying for a really nice piece of meat and it's overdone, you're yeah, going to send it, it back. Yeah, the way you want it done, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, if it comes out and it's somewhere in the range of rare to medium rare to right. you know, medium. This is acceptable. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll suffer through it, right? I'm not, I'm not that high class. But, boy, if you send me a well-done steak, we're going to have some. It's, go, mm-hmm. it's going back. It's definitely going back, Shaw. My mother-in-law likes her steak so rare that she orders it passed through a warm kitchen twice. That's what my mom says. Right. Yeah, she likes uh, she likes it slapped on the grill or, or kissed on the grill, 
I think it's called uh, blue, black, what is it, black and blue or whatever, you know, where you just basically like sear the outside mm-hmm. and it's still basically raw in the middle. Yeah, I, I grew up on that kind of steak, so I, I definitely have a, uh, a, a a favorite way of cooking my steak, and it's pretty rare, Shaw. Hard to get it rare when you go out to a restaurant nowadays, so they don't like to do that. They're like, yeah, sure, and then it comes out medium. You're like, that's not what Close I want. Enough. <laughs> did, you, did you not do the Works hand thing? The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. We can be pretty uh, passive-aggressive here, Shaw. We like to create things out of spite. Sure. Usually it's a, it's a nice motivator. We've done several things on this show out of spite over the last umpteen years. A uh, recent uh, survey of people asking them what kind of passive-aggressive phrases people use in their work emails. Mm. Probably heard some of these before, Shaw. Probably. Per my last email. In other words, I told you once already, you big dummy. Yeah, you didn't really read what I wrote. Pay attention this time. Right, Gene? Please do. Per my last email. Mm-hmm. They don't, you don't you know want that? You know what's even worse is when you put an S at the end of email. Emails. And you're like... Listen, buddy, how many emails do I have to send? How mm-hmm. many How many do I have Why to send? Why don't you get this? Per my last seven emails. <laughs> that's not really passive aggressive. That's actually pretty, that's pretty that's like that's really that's on right. point. I think we know what that means. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm busy. These are, uh, again, five passive aggressive phrases people use in their work emails. For future reference, again, letting other people know that I'm going to correct your blatant mistake so that you should do it my way in the future. Right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. I did actually use that in, a, in an email the other day, but it was more just letting someone know what my schedule was uh, so that if they want something done in a certain period of time, mm-hmm. this is when I'm available. I don't mind so much getting the email, but like I'm not going to rush it just because you're late on your email. You know, that's not a me thing. That's a you thing. But again, passive-aggressive phrases people use in work emails. I don't know if I've ever seen this one. Gene, you're you're in management. You probably use this all the time. Yeah. Uh, bumping this to the top of your inbox. <laughs> again, sort of like per my last email, this is sort of like saying, hey, this is the third time I've asked you. I want to make sure this gets done now. Make this a priority. You can't just say, hey, dummy, I'm sick and tired of asking you. Do this job now. You can't just say that, can you? I, I have never used that phrase, but I, I get the meaning of it. I understand. Uh, again, passive-aggressive phrases people like to use in their work emails just to make sure we're on the same page. Because <laughs> you're not on the same page right now, Again, pal. Again, that comes off as you're wrong, I'm right, mm-hmm. and you need to know that we're going to do things my way, right? This That's re- what I hear. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, five passive-aggressive phrases that people use in their work email, Shaw. Going forward. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a thing. Basically means don't ever do right. that again. From now on, that's right. a thing that you're not going to do anymore. Yeah. I just don't respond to emails, Shaw. I just don't care. How about that? Does that work for you? Yeah, it does, actually. Good. I'm very. Ha- I'm much happier. Good. I don't really care if anybody else is like, where's Simpson? Why isn't he here? I don't know. Didn't put it on his calendar, right? Doesn't want to. Not gonna. Right, Shaw? Right. Let that be someone else's problem. We used to work with a guy who had a plaque in his office that read, a failure to plan on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. Which is true. Yeah. Hey, you screwed this up. You fix it. Yeah. Oh, Hearn tells me that. Hey, I've got something. <laughs> to get to, eh? 
Uh, emergency, well, huh? Technical stuff <laughs> is an emergency. Is is for the most part an emergency, right? If the computer's breaking down, right? Some- if the internet uh, is not working, we're having problems with that. I mean, we kind of need that stuff, right, Shaw? Yeah, we do. And I I can't control that breaking down. It's always it's like your toilet, right? Your toilet's gonna break at two in the morning on Sunday when the plumber's sleeping. And is going to charge you $200 extra just to come out, right? Yes. It's never at 3 in the afternoon on a Wednesday when he's not real busy. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I uh, I just don't I don't respond to things I don't care about, Sean. Oh, all right. <laughs> Good for cool. you. Yeah, whatever. Sounds like your problem. I'm not here. Out of sight, out of mind, right, Sean? You can get away with it. Hell, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Oh, I didn't even see that email. That must have gone into my spam folder. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. I didn't know there was <laughs> such a thing as perfect poop. Yeah. But at the age of 71, Herbie Allen got the unusual compliment when a healthcare worker told him he has perfect poop. Uh, besides being perfect, his poop also could be lucrative. Yeah, we've heard about these things. I'm really jealous of this guy. He's going to make money bank on his poop. Right. His wife uh, went through some repeated antibiotic treatments that caused damage to the bacteria in her colon, and so much so that she had to be hospitalized Eesh. a couple of times and needed, and I didn't know this was a thing, a fecal transplant yes. yeah, we, we talked about to this. help the her poop, recover. Remember yes. poop banks? We talked yep. about this in yes. I wanted to so sell my poop. The hubby found out he was a perfect match. Uh, so they were you able still to still go in and see a professional. You can't just do that at home. No, like, that's not an at home thing. Let me transplant my poop no, into where your no, poop no, comes no. from. Ew, 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 ew. Right? Uh, this guy, by the way, has followed a strict no sugar or red meat diet for more than 40 oh, years. That's I'm how out. you apparently you get the perfect poop. And the reason why I'm doing a little bit of an interview is because of the fact that I have perfect poop. So they tell me. So a lot of people don't have it. I am maybe not even 1% of the people in the United States have what I have, especially at my age. That's why all this came about, because the doctor said, oh, my goodness, he never knew of anybody that was over the age of 70 that could donate their poop. I'm glad able to help people out. Maybe I I'm be- glad he gets to help his wife, dude, yes. but I don't need that title. You know what I mean? Like, who health, cares? Right? Yeah. Put that on your business card, right? <laughs> well, Maybe just, I could be the control. I, I could be the placebo like poop, Sean. I'm in 1% of the population. That's got, who cares? I don't need dude. to make as much money as that guy's making, but maybe I could be the placebo poop, right? Like, they'll they'll test mine against yep. his. It's not like, as good as other people's, but right. it'll do. I'll give you the generic version of it, right? You know what I mean? There's like, a baseline for you to work mm-hmm. off of. Yeah. You know? You want to get premium poop for your poop transplant or whatever. Go to that dude. Perfect poop dude. You want $10 poop, you come see me. Right, the knockoff brand on the even, shelf well, next to it. No doctor fee, no, no office much. visits. Quarter uh, as much. No color guard or color guard or whatever else. I'll just ship it to you in a Ziploc bag and you have at it. <laughs> 10 bucks. Use it for whatever you want. Right, Sean? Price went up. It was five a minute ago. I'll, five, ten. You know, maybe ten is a is a deluxe model. You know what <laughs> I mean? Maybe that's a, maybe I'll eat something special, you know, the day before. Give you, give you a full workup. <laughs> no? Have at it, man. I'm trying to sell my poop. We had the thing during the pandemic. People were buying what, tiger poop or whatever. That's the thing about my morning, Shaw, when I wake up in the morning, yeah. get ready for work, I never know where things are going to head true. out. And I, it's Monday this already. And case in point. End right of the here. show. And it just. Life doesn't get much better when than talking about poop. It's very funny. People get so squeamish about it. 
That guy's more proud than he probably needs to be. Well, I'd be I proud mean, that's hell. A, I'd have a shirt and pants made. I'd have a matching outfit. Like the, I'd be like more the, proud. I'd be Shaw like the Colonel from be. Kentucky Fried Chicken, Shaw. You'd be. I'd be a Kentucky pooping chicken. That'd be me. I'd be the guy walking around, big old poop suit on. Yeah, I'm the poop guy, like Kramer. Hey, ass man. <laughs> Get a whole poop license. Glad he saved his wife. That's nice. Hell yeah. Imagine that. I'm a superhero. I got super poop. Right, Sean? What's your superpower? Nothing. I don't know. Anything. What do you do? Nothing. You breathe. You take up space. (laughs) You leave a carbon footprint. You know what I do? I save people with my turds. That's how powerful I am. Right, Sean? Way to go. Bad news, happy music. (laughs) He didn't want nothing to do with that conversation. He usually doesn't. I don't know why. It's funny. Poop is funny. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Hi, this is Heather, owner of the Corkery. We don't sell wine, but we do sell all the great things that accent wine enthusiasts, like our cork bulletin boards that say, put a cork in it, or our t-shirts with sayings like, it's wine o'clock, and a glass a day keeps the doctor away. Decorate your house with our wall signs, like this one that says, Stop your whining and start whining. (laughs) Or live, laugh, more wine, please. Or how about our license plate frame? It says, The only bottlenecking I like is pouring from a wine bottle. (laughs) Imagine how many toots of the horn you'll get from that one. (laughs) So check them all out at the Corkery. And are we on Etsy? (laughs) You betsy. See you at the Corkery. I hate those things. Did you see that Saturday Night like, birthday gift skit where she got all those, like, signs that yeah. said all the stupid... Yeah, uh-huh. yeah it's good. that's what that reminds me of. Morning Sickness, Brian, Gene, and Scott Robert Shaw in the Wisdom Newsroom on National Wine Day, Shaw. Let's have a glass, then. Because I can't even get near the stuff because <laughs> of my interior rash. I don't have an interior rash, Shaw, but I definitely don't like to yeah, get none of this stuff. Guy. I do not do wine. I, none of it is uh, mm. maybe a, a Riesling occasionally, like a sip of it, but I could never sit down mm. and drink a whole glass of it and be satisfied. It's just not a thing for me. Usually it's too tart and bitter and gross, and I just would rather throw it in the trash <laughs> where it belongs or dump it down the drain. But Nice red Zin or a red mm. blend or a cab. Topways wine can improve your life, Shaw. On Duh. National Wine Day. It can improve your life, Sean, in a yep. lot of different ways. Here are the top ways. I'm a believer. Wine can improve your life. Uh, it's as close to Italy as your broke ass will ever get. <laughs> yeah, that That's, may be true. Right? You're not actually going to get to no. Italy, Shaw, but you could have a nice Italian wine. Maybe some Italian pasta. Uh, it may increase longevity, and if not, it at least makes a short life a little more bearable, Sean. Right, right? See? And orgies are not too much fun if no one wants to do with you. True. Words have never been spoken. Mm. True words. Uh, red wine is good for the heart, and it makes your Cheerios less soggy. <laughs> right, Shaw? Never try that one. Yeah, put some water on that cereal. Uh, you get to wear those witty T-shirts that identify you as a wine drinker and make everybody think, wow, this person must be super fun to hang out with. <laughs> no fussing, no cussing. <laughs> Top ways wine can improve your life here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. If you spill wine on a date, it's a great excuse to take your pants off, Sean. Uh-huh. There's all kinds of other wines. Peanut Noir. As much as I hate wine, I say that every time we go to a restaurant <laughs> when my wife orders wine because it's still funny to me, Dan. Peanut Noir. 
Do you have any peanut nor? And the, usually the waitress has no idea what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Doesn't get the joke. Uh, it contains antioxidants. Yes, that's true. Which is a very long, impressive word, Shaw. You know, it you, is very much so. You say that to people and they're like, wow, you must be smart. Right? I'm supposed to spit it out. But no way, Jose. My spin this stuff out. It tastes like, <laughs> like fruit. <laughs> Top ways wine can improve your life here on the Morning Sickness on 95 7 The Rock on National Wine Day. You can hurl empty bottles at those annoying guys who come to talk to you about Jesus. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Here, have some of his blood while you're talking <laughs> to me about his stupid book. Drinking a beer with your pinky extended is just weird, Shaw. Yeah, it's only for wine. Is that a must? No. No? Not a must, no. but you know. Top Ways Wine can improve your life. It gives you an air of sophistication while you watch SpongeBob, Shaw. <laughs> and drink it out of a plastic it's cup. It's even right? funnier then. SpongeBob. Drink it out of a plastic hilarious. cup. Hilarious. And last but not least, Shaw, Top Ways Wine can improve your life here on the morning sickness on 95 7 The Rock. It's full of sulfites, minerals, and oh, yeah, the most important part. Sweet berry wine. Alcohol. Yeah, alcohol. It's full of alcohol, Shaw. Very important that it's got that alcohol in it. So. About 13 to 15%. Yeah. Give me a 13 to 50% beer and I'm, I'm good. I'm much happier than drink. Oh, my wife always, I'm, she's like, you want to try it? I'm like, eh. And then I try it and I regret it instantly. <laughs> Double well done. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with Carl from the YMCA talking about Walk with Warriors. Now, last year, this event was strictly virtual, but this year on Saturday, June 5th, you're giving people an option, correct? That's correct. Yep. So this will be the seventh annual Walk with Warriors, and we're going to do it in person at the Onalaska the R.W. Hauser YMCA. Yeah, very important event, Walk with Warriors, supporting programs that the Y then offers to our area veterans. Carl, can you talk about that for a bit? What does this event do for those programs? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a fundraising event for the Y's annual campaign, and that supports the veterans programming we have at the Y. So um, we're, you know, due to last year and the shutdown and the COVID, we had to, to um, put a lot of stuff on hold. So we're looking to kick all that stuff, that stuff off and um, there's a there's a large need in the community for veteran services and programs, and the YMCA wants to help out with that. And we have a lot of great partners that are, are going to make the Walk with Warriors uh, event happen, and then they're going to be there to also support our veterans. Now, uh, you say Walk with Warriors, but it's not just walking. Is there live? I see live music as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have uh, live music by Brian Stein, so he's going to be there playing, and we're going to have snacks available. Um, yeah, so there's a little bit of everything to bring the kids on down. I think we're working on getting some. Uh, some fun stuff for the kids to do. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a good morning event, a uh, little bit to get out of the house. Carl, Carl, sorry, I hate to interrupt, but you, you buried the lead there. You said snacks, and you didn't you didn't expand upon the snacks thing. As a guy who likes to eat, tell me about snacks. Are we talking bananas and healthy stuff, or is there any cookies? We got some – is there going to be some – yeah, right. Is there some brisket, or what are we talking here? Uh, well, due to the, the COVID guidelines and restrictions we're operating under, we don't get to have, like, the, you know, no brisket, no ribs, nothing like that. So it'll be it'll be smaller snacks. We'll have stuff to hand out. So basically the healthy stuff. You know, everybody loves that. Just a little over two miles, a nice walk on a beautiful Saturday morning, no excruciating pain from running around. <laughs> Uh, just a nice walk. Where can people go to get more info and to register for Walk with Warriors? Yeah, so to learn more and to get all registered and sign up, you're going to go to our website, which is www.laxymca.org, and you'll look under our Programs tab. There's a Special Events tab, and then you'll have all the information you need to register. So the event is free, and uh, if you want to register for the virtual component as well, you can do it there. 
And in the past, the T-shirts have been a, a huge deal, and people love the T-shirts. So if you want a T-shirt this year, uh, you can register for $5, and that'll get you a, a T-shirt. So we're asking people if they want a T-shirt to register by the end of the day tomorrow to guarantee their sizes. Otherwise, we'll do our best. Carl, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to uh, join us. And we've got information, uh, I believe, on our website about this, Walk with Warriors, uh, Saturday, June 5th, out there at the uh, YMCA in Alaska. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. Carl from the YMCA joining us here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. And more info on the Rock Foundation page at 95.7therock.com. More info on our Rock Foundation uh, page on, mm-hmm. on Facebook and uh, also laxymca.org for more information. That's a on great reason to walk. Walking, yeah, no, yeah. walking not running. I mean, no, it's, dude, wa- I it's a little over two miles. Yeah. It's it's a nice... And it's know. in the morning, dude. That's my jam. I know it is. That's my jam jam. <laughs> Early. Get it done. Get it over with. Get on with your day. I love that. And there's snacks. Can't mm-hmm. go wrong with that. Details online. Rock Foundation page at 957therock.com. Thank you so much to uh, Carl for joining us briefly this morning. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. And I think this is our first in-studio guest. Is this real? In over a year. I, nah, we may have had one other. Yeah. I, I think we had one other. But Terry Bauer is here in the studio this morning. How are you, sir? I feel very honored. Awesome. Maybe a little closer to the mic, and then we'll be excellent. But uh, Terry Bauer, uh, who retired but then couldn't sit around doing nothing all day and now has himself another full-time job. Congratulations. Hey, thanks very much. How's that going for you? Loving it. So Loving you, it downtown. Downtown yeah. Main Street. That's downtown where, Main Street. Yeah. But you're still heavily involved with a lot of other stuff, including Valley View Rotary, and that means Moon Tunes. Pretty pumped. Pretty yeah. excited. So it's hard to believe it's already June this weekend, right? Memorial Day and then June. And next Thursday is the kickoff, and it's a big one, right? Bill Miller and Tug and a bunch of friends joining them on stage. From the Lacrosse Symphony Orchestra. And yeah. let's talk about the, the band shell, because that obviously was a huge project. It took a couple of years, but that thing is awesome. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Super iconic. And uh, 5 o'clock, okay. a little bit early on June 3rd, we'll have Mitch Mayor Mitch Reynolds there for the dedication of the band shell. Now, is that going to be something that everybody's available to go to, or is there uh, only a, like a VIP kind of thing? Or well, It's open to everyone. So awesome. that'll be 5 o'clock, and then the music starts at 5.30. So people Correct. will be rolling in for Moon Tunes next Thursday at Riverside Park. Free and free music every Thursday in the park, uh, weather permitting, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just talking about the stressful nature of that. but um, And the dedication at 5, and then the music at 5.30 with this huge night kickoff. Uh, the the go ahead to move forward, you know, things are looking great, and I'm super excited about it. It, it almost feels like it didn't not happen. You know what I mean? Like I, that was a dream, and now we're back to reality. I think once we're in the park, everyone's going to go like, we didn't even we didn't miss anything. We're here, Terry. Let's quickly talk about uh, what people can expect because obviously things are different, and uh, you know uh, we had a mask mandate here, but it seems to have, have come to an end. But if you're comfortable wearing a mask or more comfortable, then obviously wear one. If you're not uh, into the mask thing, you don't have to wear one. Vaccinated. Right. Yep. And we're, we're partnered with Weber Health, and we're going to provide free vaccines at Moon Tunes. Oh, so there will be uh, so if, a station there for people to get vaccinated at yep, Moon Tunes. Absolutely. All right. We want to get everybody vaccinated so we can uh, get everything back up to normal as quickly as possible. What else is going to be there? Because uh, I know that, uh, you know, there was food. There was, you know, there was a, a bike corral thing for people to, to bring their bikes down to avoid trying to park in downtown La Crosse. What, what's going to be there? What's not going to be there? We've uh, decided to bring everything back, Brian. Okay. So this is a Saturday. We announced the bike corral is back. 
which is a big plus. We get a hundred some bikes every Thursday night, so that does save a lot of vehicles downtown. Uh, we've got Piggies back with their sandwiches. Oh, we've got uh, Pearl Street Brewery with their beer. Oh, Mama! The Pearl with their ice cream. Oh, Mama! You're speaking we my have, language here, uh, buddy. Here we go. Midwest Family is going to do something yeah, that's, exciting. Yeah, what about it? Nobody cares yeah, about us. On. Let's talk about the food and the bar- Let's talk beers. T Bone yeah. wants a little. I know Tebow worked hard. Yeah, well, he worked hard. So if you cannot so make it down, doing. if you cannot make it down to Moon Tunes at Riverside Park, uh, you'll be next able to Thursday. You, and that's every Thursday, not just next Thursday. But you'll be Thursday. able to stream it live uh, at AroundRiverCity.com and also on KCLH. Is that correct? Yeah, you'll be able to listen to it on Classic Hits ninety four point seven. So if you're driving around or doing errands or you have your app or whatever, and or you you're not comfortable to being it. around that many people, or correct. you're not comfortable. Whatever. Yep. And you'll also be able to visually watch it and hear it on Around River City, which is pretty fun. Isn't that awesome? So, you know, if you are anxious about COVID and don't want to get in a crowd, because we're going to have like a dozen people here Thursday night, uh, June 3rd. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a maybe a, a few. Dozen. Maybe like 20. Maybe like 20 people. Well, there if you bring your friends, Ryan, we could get to 30. I don't have any friends. I don't and, have any and so you could watch it at home like Gene just outlined. Yeah, well, you, or you got other plans, you know what I mean? Like well, maybe yeah. you're just busy. Maybe you just got other stuff going on. You know, but you want to listen know. to Bill Miller because he's yeah. an amazing Grammy artist. award-winning artist. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want him? And tug with the Lacrosse Symphony yeah. Orchestra. And it's the beauty be of this is we have a lot of our friends who have moved out of Lacrosse for whatever reason. Yeah. And now People they can relocate. And they can dial in and say, "Hey, I can go to Moon Tunes here in Florida." By all, dialing in. All the info on Moon Tunes online, where can people find it? Uh, Moon Tunes lacrosse facebook page is the best okay and uh gene is helping with some stuff with our website i know i saw the website needed some updated uh, updates and whatnot but if you want to find them on facebook you can certainly do that and terry bauer always a pleasure to have you in studio thank you for your time and it's fun to watch behind the scenes as you guys get things set up for the uh, in studio we plug in we plug in cords cords and he's impressed by that man my bar is set real low real real friggin' low hey brian plugged in some cords all right that's impressive really awesome to see that happen this guy actually does a few things three cords all he got out of his chair that fatty got out of his chair all right he's rocking it (laughs) thanks terry good to see you let's put on a show you are listening to the best of the morning sickness podcast but let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. We've all watched Survivor, right? At yeah. some point, Shaw, you've seen an episode or two? Uh, parts of one, probably. Okay, not really a big fan, but no. you get the gist of it, right? Yeah, I get it. Uh, a bunch of pretty people get dropped off on an island. They have to fight to survive, even though they're not really fighting to survive. But, I mean, there is noticeable changes in them physically. Yes. A lot of them lose yep. weight. Some of them get yep. sick. Sure. You know, the food's not, it's not bug, like there's a fridge bug there. Bugs, you know, the whole nine yards. So I'm not saying it's not rough. I'm just saying it's not as bad as maybe some of these other television shows. You've seen Naked and Afraid. You've heard of it, maybe. They drop you off in the woods and you're butt-ass naked. There was Uh, a local woman on that show once. There was uh, that show in Russia that they had, similar to Naked and Afraid, where they dropped all these people off, and then the show got canceled, and they left them out there in the woods, (laughs) and nobody knew about that. But for a year, and then they didn't know there was a pandemic. Yeah, and then they they came out of the woods. We're just trying to survive out here, man. But uh, a lot of these shows, you know, they they give you a glimpse into what it would be like if you had to survive in the middle of the wilderness, Shaw, without any sort of tools or, Mm -hmm. or help. Uh, no cell phones, no electricity, right? No flint, no knife, no axe, nothing, right? Uh, how long do you think you could survive, Shaw? How long could I with survive? Nothing? With you, just you. Just, just by, me you alone have, in the woods? You don't have to carry anybody with you. You don't have to worry about anybody else. You're just I out have there. no provisions. You've, I got, have you've got no food. You've got no, no tools. No tools. You just have the clothes on your back. Oof. 
and let's just say it's optimum weather. Okay, let's just give you the the fighting chance that okay. you have optimum weather. Right, you're not dealing with the snow or the rain okay. or a desert or anything like that. It's you're in, but it's wilderness, Shaw. You're in a in a wild. Yeah, you'd situation. have to find some food, some water, uh, some shelter. I presume. What do you think? How, how long do you think you could last? A couple of days. A couple of days. Ooh, you don't really have much faith in yourself, right? do you, Gene? I don't know. A week. Seven days. Yeah. Seven days. Maybe the, the average I mean, the average can, human being can only live how many days without water, Shaw? A couple, I think. Three well, to four days I, is I'm about it. I'm finding water. I, I, What's your number one goal? Find water, yeah. right? Right. Find a source of water. Yep. Uh, river, stream, pond, lake, whatever it is. Yep. Obviously, if you find a river, just follow that sure. bad boy, and eventually you'll get somewhere, right? Hopefully downhill as opposed to uphill. You want to drink it though? Uh, you got to be careful, obviously. You know, you, you know, give it a shot, but uh, you make it. You know, sick, obviously, but uh, then you got to get fire, right? Mm-hmm. You got to stay warm. Uh, the average person, this is hilarious. There's a new survey uh, asking the average American how long they think they could survive in the wilderness. And boy, we are just full of ourselves. We just really, we just let TV program us into thinking we've got a shot. People are so unaware of the fact that there's real danger out there in the woods. 16 days. Yeah. I, I, if you can find the water, Shaw. You could be you a could, big start. You could, you're, you're assuming you, you find the water and it's clean enough to drink, right? Yes. And you still have no provisions. You haven't built a house or anything or any sort of shelter. Well, you, you said optimal catch... weather, so I'm doing all right, probably. Uh, yeah, for the first day or two, right? And then after that, you're like, well, you get down to 46 tonight in Lacrosse. You want to be out in the wilderness? Yeah, like it's no, I don't want to. I'm right, just it's saying. 71 during the day, and you're and you're in the wilderness too. We're not talking about you're like lost. a mile away from the road, right? You're just out there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but we've heard those stories lost. where people, you know, crash their car in the snow and then they live inside. Of it ketchup for, packets, yeah. though, right. right? They have ketchup packets, and then they, yeah, taco sauce, and they seventeen <laughs> right. day, two months later, or something, you know. But you take the average human being and you put them in the middle, and I'm just saying the average human being. I'm not saying someone who's like a hunter or skilled at the, you know, or does, you know, like Phil Costigan, right? That guy could live out there forever. Oh, he yeah. doesn't need anything, right? You put him out there, he's good to go. But people, soft people like me and Shaw, right. you know, not going to last. Sixteen days, though, they think we're a little overly confident. Not freezing part might be tough because less than one in five Americans are confident they could start a fire if they only had a flint. Uh, without flint, it's probably closer to zero percent. Right? Yeah, I mean, you've got to figure out how to do it, right? And we all see, you know, in the movies and television shows, you know, they take a couple of sticks, they rub them together, a maybe they get some rocks to make a couple a spark. of rocks, and they get some leaves, or maybe they find some Doritos. Right? Mm-hmm. We've we've heard that Doritos apparently are are are, are, are a good way to start a fire. But uh, where are you going to get those in the woods, Shaw? Right? What if a bear comes along and says, "Oh, look, a snack." Then you're in trouble. Right. That's the other thing about Survivor and these other shows that you don't really grasp is that there's stuff in the woods that wants to kill you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether you like it or not. And it doesn't have to be a bear. It could be a scorpion or a snake or something along these lines, you know. But 16 days, the average uh, human being thinks they could last in the woods without any sort of provisions. 16 days. Mm-hmm. What are you on? <laughs> we are so in love with ourselves with Instagram and all these pictures we're taking. You know what I mean? We just think we're so good. What are you eating for 16 days? Well, you can't just try stuff, right? You have to assume you know what things are, right? You see some blueberries. Oh, wait a minute. Those are you can get the water shot, I mean, you're going to be very, very hungry and weak and all of that stuff. But you're, you, you probably. Well, you, you assume there might be some fish or some snails or some toads well, or something, leaves right? Leaves or some sort of I mean, look anything. At, look at Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? He was yeah. on this, this beautiful desert uh-huh. island. You know. Yeah. He got it's lucky, fruit. though. Didn't he have fruit? He got lucky, though, because all that stuff started to wash ashore. So mm-hmm. he had some provisions. Right. You know what I mean? He had some things. Volleyball. What if you got to do dental work? 
What if you don't have an ice skate and you don't have, and you got to do some dental work? He pulled his own teeth there, didn't no, he? No, he whacked his face on a skate. Remember, he took mm. the ice skate. Oh, the first crab he caught, he tried to eat it raw. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wait, I got to cook these damn things. 16 days, Shaw. Well, good luck. I don't, I don't have any faith in any anybody I know to live 16, 16 days, days other than Phil Costin, right? maybe. Might be it. Check out more of that uh, survey online. Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to find out about living in the wilderness for 16 days. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. You're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8 a.m., your shot at my morning show money, which I keep safely tucked away at GECU. $10 this week, Shaw, so no big pressure. Right. But I have faith in you this week. Oh, I think you I think you, you might know it. I think you might, Shaw. Got to be honest. But my opinion doesn't matter. Neither, neither does Gene's. Gene, do you think Shaw's going to know it? <laughs> that's a lot of hesitation. Oh, man, that's a no. That's probably a no. Six zero eight seven eight four zero nine five seven is the number. Caller fifteen, not caller nine. Who's this? Greg. Greg, are you familiar with how this game is played? Uh, of course. All right, Greg. What do you think? Is Shaw going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? I would go with my gut here, but you already kind of dropped the boom, so I'm going to say yeah, he knows it. You're going to say yes, he knows it. Ten dollars of my morning yeah. show money up for grabs, Greg. If you win it, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to donate it to the Rock Foundation. Oh, there's a guy. I love this guy. Love you so much, Greg. So much more than Bob. Can't stand Bob. <laughs> Stop it now. You know you Not do. So much with the Bob. I know Greg, you do. If you Sorry, win, Bob. <laughs> if you win, we'll put the ten bucks in the Rock Foundation. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, man. Can you just make a caller nine? That's the time. Quit it I now. Call. You know you and Bob have a relationship. You're good. I'm gonna make Jean do a game so I can win on Thursdays because she's nice to me. Char, are you gonna be able to do this or not? I, I'm not sure yet. There's a lot. Of, the pressure is mounting now. All right. Well, Greg, uh, <laughs> Greg uh, has faith in you, Shaw, because I have faith in you. He said normally, basically, he would go with no, which is the default answer, the, the yeah. safe bet. But uh, because I have faith in you this morning, he's going with yes. And if he wins, the ten dollars will go to the Rock Foundation, which is always. A cool thing to, to hear from people. So listen closely, Shaw. Listen closely. I was looking for Francis Xavier Cross. That's me. But the great thing is, it's not me. You shut up in there or I'll pot your mic down. <laughs> you shut up. www.zibit.com or I will pot your mic down. You want to hear it one more time, Shaw? Please. There's two people in this clip. I'm sure you, you recognize them. I was looking for Francis Xavier Cross. That's me. But the great thing is, it's not me. I was looking for a Francis Xavier Cross. That's me. (laughs) But the great thing is, it's not me. Because he's changed. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Shaw? That was Bobcat Goldthwaite speaking there and uh, Bill Murray... The second voice, mm-hmm. uh, that would be the movie Scrooge. No! Why Scrooge? Yeah, why today? For, it's, is there somebody's birthday? Happy 59th birthday uh, to Bobcat uh, Goldthwait. Uh, rated, rated the 61st best comedian of all time by Comedy Central. Huh. 
That's pretty high. Yeah. There's been a ton of comedians, and he's number 61 out of them all. Huh. I love me some Bobcat Goldberg. He's funny, yeah. Very funny. And uh, not what he's probably most famous for, kind of a bit role in that movie, mm-hmm. but when he comes in, hey, Wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for like a Francis Xavier. <laughs> I don't hear any partying going on up there, Elliot. <laughs> you saw what I did to that thing over there. <laughs> I love that movie. I love Bobcat so Goldway. I love Bill Murray. And there you go. Greg was right. And $10 of my morning huh. show money. Nice. Uh, right into the Rock Foundation. Thank you so much, Greg. We'd Another- have to stop playing this game if I missed that one. Yeah, that would be as I would. There'd be an immediate kicking. Right. I would. I would no yeah. longer wait to kick you after the show. It'd be an in-show kicking. Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. What's your perfect burger, Gene? You have any topping, any kind yes. of buns, any kind of burger, anything you want. It's what you want. It's your 100% perfect burger. What is it? Well, this is going to be weird, but I like blue cheese on my burger. I really, 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 hey, really do. I like it's blue very, cheese. It's pungent. It gives you uh, I like it. a lot I mean, of I, it's not that I don't like cheddar, and I don't think that that's a good cheeseburger, too. But if you're making me one and I have hey, the choice. It's your, your perfect burger, so you okay. can have whatever you want. I, want. I, like, I like blue cheese because small amounts go a long way, but it's not my favorite cheese. I'm going with a nice aged sharp cheddar right. on there. And I get that too, but if you're making it for me and I have blue cheese, I'm going to ask for that. I'm going with uh, red onion. Okay. Uh, raw, crispy? Raw. Thick, thick cut or thin cut? Like thin little cut. slivers, okay. Uh, lettuce. Yeah, one slice. Are we talking iceberg? Or are we talking iceberg? Romaine? And okay. we're and we're talking like the the kind that it's on, the, you know, that's outside. So it's like all roll wrapped around. So it's like you know, big and crunchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Slice of tomato. Okay. Mayo. Little bit or a lot of bit. Little bit. Okay. Medium amount of you know. I don't want it gooing out the side, but oh, yeah, I want to know that, that it's there. Ketchup, yellow mustard, just. Cheap ass yellow mustard, regular you know, like the nice green. I mustard do, one. I do, but like lost in the shuffle there with yep. all those flavors and okay. sliced uh, pickles, dill pickles. All right, that's your perfect. And burger. then uh, grilled b- b- a bun. The bun yeah. has to be grilled on the grill. If you want to find out about my perfect burger, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com and read the uh, article that I wrote this morning about the perfect burger, a recent survey of Americans. There's obviously. a lot of different ways to do that, though, you know? I mean, you can read. And it's not to say that we don't like other burgers. Yeah, absolutely. I, you give me a mushroom Swiss sometimes. Oh, for sure. With a little dippy au jus sauce on the side. I'm all about that. Uh, but my perfect burger is a little bit different than yours, and you can read about that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. 70% of Americans are confident that they can cook a, bur- a good burger. Of course. I would say, yeah. I mean, you got to be careful. You know, you can end up with hockey yeah, pucks if you're, not, if you're not careful. It's good. You got to make sure you, you you know, you The nice thing about burgers is the air, room of error is not that, you know, it's not like yeah. a steak. But what goes on your burger might matter even more than how you cook the burger. 78% of people in this new survey say the toppings can make or break oh, sure. a burger. One in Absolutely. three think it's the most important thing. Uh, somebody polled people in all 50 states to find out what the perfect burger would look like. And our favorite toppings are, in order, cheese, yep. bacon. Right. Oh, really? B. Oh, yeah. I'm going two crispy strips yeah, see, of bacon. Yeah, see, I'm skipping that. Cut. I mean, it's not that I don't like it and I won't eat it, but it's... Lettuce, raw onions, and tomatoes in fifth place. No mention of pickles, by the way, in the top five or... or, or, Ooh. I like the pickles, but I prefer them on the side. Really? Uh, Especially if I'm doing a perfect burger, yeah. 46% of us also said our perfect burger would have to have ketchup. Yep. 43% said the same thing about mayo. 
I would, uh, I, I like mayo, but it just, it would have to be very little mayo. Uh, and if I'm going to grill my bun yep. on top, I'm going to do like a garlic butter, uh, like a melted garlic butter on the bun and then grill that to give it a okay. nice crispy. Uh, fewer people, uh, like mustard. Favorite type of cheese? A third of Americans say American, uh, American goes best on a yeah. burger. And uh, melty, it's and, melty. Yeah. And then the bun. People say sesame seed ranked first with twenty four percent of the votes. Seven out of ten people say the perfect burger would also need to come with some fries on the side. I don't really care. I mean, it's right. nice. Yeah, but, but I'm I, good with potato salad or pasta salad. Yeah. Or there's lots of chips, things that can go on the side. Chips, some campfire some beans, tater tots, whatever. Yeah. Um, survey also asked people if they like, I think their state is known for their burgers. States that are in, uh, our top in the list in burger pride are Alaska, <laughs> Illinois, New York, what? Texas, and uh, Georgia. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently Alaska, very proud of their, of their perfect burgers. But again, if you want to read more about perfect burgers, maybe submit a comment. You can go read this article on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. I think we can all agree. We're going to do some grilling this weekend, Gene. Yes. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. You can take this job and shove it, Gene. That's what I would say if I won that Mega Millions. I so much wanted that. Actually, you wouldn't even hear me say that because I would never no, come I back. Know. I just, <laughs> you would never right. hear from me again. I'm calling be. in Rich. I'm calling in no longer coming to work. Right. Highest paying, well, maybe not highest paying, but best paying jobs that also make people happy. Okay. Want to take a stab at any of these top five? Jude, I don't know. Um, is it medical? Um, there's, let's see, there's one that's in the medical field. Chiropractor. Would, no, I would okay. say, I would say, well, maybe you could maybe consider a, a chiropractor, a physical therapist. I mean, when you hear physical therapist, you think okay, of someone yeah, that's yeah, rehabbing yeah, yeah. from an injury, sure, yeah. right? Um, maybe the chiropractic office. That's number three on the list. Physical therapists are are one of the best paying jobs that make people happy. Happy. Zipia is a job website. Put together a list of five jobs that pay well, offer great work-life balance, and also rank high in employee satisfaction, right? Mm. So the intangibles, those things that, you know, I have a good boss, is a nice place, they keep it clean, you know. and all the things. Other fringe benefits, things like that. Do I get... Do I get any satisfaction for my soul out of this thing? Physical therapist, huh. number three. That's interesting. Uh, also a job that's in high demand. They make around 90 grand a year, apparently. I don't think right off the gate. It's not going anywhere but, either. Uh, yeah, you know and people I mean? are going to be getting injured. Like, people do dumb stuff all the time. Watch Barstool, you know? <laughs> people do dumb stuff all the time. I was going to need to be physical therapist. Uh, and doing something that helps heal people also yeah. probably you very can see rewarding. Progression. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, and you see them, you know, like realizing and, like, you yeah. know, hey, I'm yep, getting yep, better. Yep. Uh, number five on the list of these uh, five best-paying jobs that also make you happy, uh, finance manager. Obviously, very stressful job, but they still report high levels of positivity, and they have the highest salary huh. on the list at okay. one hundred and thirty grand a year. That's uh, boy, can you imagine that? One hundred thirty thousand dollars a year. But All I right. Could, what else? I could actually put that damn pool in. Uh, construction managers. They rank high okay. in overall happiness, so maybe spending all that time outside getting vitamin D helps. They also make uh, an average of ninety-five grand a year. Okay. Again, this is not my list. I'm just reading it. But uh, Zipia.com putting together a list of the best-paying jobs that make people happy. Number three, as we found out, was physical therapist. Number two, engineers. Shaw's kid, right? Yes. Make, well, a, ton of, make that, a ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> you can make a lot of money. Sure. Uh, engineers, according to a few studies, engineers are among the happiest people in the world. 
I think, uh, you know, they're probably critical thinkers, right? They have, they see problems. They want to fix it. And when they come up with a solution to something, it's probably very rewarding. Uh, and the average salary of $90,000 a year doesn't hurt either. Uh, number one on the list. Very interesting to read this one. Highest paying, or maybe not highest paying, but best paying jobs uh, that also make people happy, according to a list done by Zipia.com. Number one, human resource managers. High demand in almost every industry, and in, depending on where you live, uh, the average salary nationwide, about $115,000. Oh. By the way, if you want to uh, look at jobs, entry-level jobs that also make people happy, not necessarily pay you well, but make you happy, they include, uh, according, and again, this is Zippy's list, but okay. uh, teaching assistants, marketing specialists, athletic trainers, and then nurses. So there's your nursing field. Mm-hmm. You can see more of this list and more info from the, the recent survey that they did uh, online. Go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But best-paying jobs that also apparently make people happy. I don't see Radio DJ on there at all. Oh, there's lots of jobs that you didn't mention. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see like radio. golf pro. <laughs> you know, like somebody just wa- that. I don't are know. those jobs, though? Is Those are job? more like... Is a golf uh, pro job? I don't know. I mean, it is, but it's it can't be the only thing you do, yeah, right? No. You got to assume that a golf pro at like a real court, like a, you know, like a... Like a real... They, a lot, not a lot of guys need, are coming in there needing a golf you pro. You can't just be one either. You right, can't you can't just show me like, yeah, I'd like to be like, a hey, golf yeah. pro. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely did not see Radio DJ on there. Yeah. yeah. We never make any good lists. Low-paying job with low satisfaction? Is, that a, is there a list of that? Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. How's uh, the pooch? She's doing all right. A little bit better? Are we still little, investigating? A we... little better every day, maybe. Okay. A little right. better every day, maybe. Right. Still investigating, trying to get to the bottom of things, or are we now on a track towards recovery? I think we're on a track to recovery. Well, that's good. I know. That's good. Very. <laughs> Otis, okay, better. Uh, Got his buddy back a little bit. A little bit. Okay. A little. They, they. I mean, they're not playing or wrestling right. or doing any of that stuff yet. So he's still just laying there by her side, pretty much. Now Otis is. Uh, is he a mix? Just sort oh, of a mutt. Yeah, he's a lot all, of things. Yeah, I did the DNA thing. Right, and it's like seven 17. different things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, a and lot. When he is uh, golden like retriever. Golden. All yeah. right, Labrador retriever, most popular dog breed oh, in the course, U.S. Of course, always. No is. big surprise. We've got uh, a boxer. Um, is that number two? No, boxer. I don't. I don't know where boxer oh, is okay. on the list. But uh, we've got a boxer. But she's not really a true boxer. She's more of a mix. We don't really know. We got her from the Humane Society, yep. and I don't really care to find out. But she's just a, a wonderful dog. And and then our other dog, the little one. Even though we technically rescued her, she was a puppy at the time. Mm-hmm. She's a Chewini, and there's probably some other stuff in there. But uh, these are the least popular dog breeds here on the Morning Sickness Labrador Retriever, most popular dog breed in the yep. U.S. No big surprise. Least popular dog breeds: the North American wire-haired Karen. <laughs> you don't want one nice. of them coming to your house. You don't want one of them coming so to your house. So loud. Yeah, a lot of problems with you people. Yeah. Uh, the bull Shih Tzu. <laughs> <laughs> that, that made you giggle, didn't it? That could actually be a thing. You uh-huh. know what I mean, it'd be tough, but it might actually be a thing. Labrador Retriever, most popular dog breed in the U.S. The least popular dog breeds uh, include the Russell Brand Terrier. <laughs> I don't know. Boy, is it. I could have that around. Uh, Russell, uh, so smarmy. Uh, the illegally crossed the border collie. How'd you get here anyway? The underachieving Dane, as opposed to the great Dane. 
There's a it's mediocre, just a, subpar. There's a family in our neighborhood that have a great day, and the yeah. thing is just it is just so big, and they constantly I, have boxes from Chewy. Our neighbors their, have two Newfies. They're massive, massive dog, super friendly. Yeah, you know, yeah, but just. Oh man, Great Danes, huge. Yes. Uh, these are the least like popular. Ponies. Yeah, right? Like, how's your horse doing? Uh, least popular dog breeds here on the morning sickness. A few mm-hmm. more. Uh, the Australian Sackbiter. Yeah, sorry. Don't, don't, no, uh, don't sit on the couch. Mm-mm. That's his. He, he owns that. The Grey Goose Hound. I don't know. Does it come with benefit? I mean, like, mm-hmm. do you get like a, is there an in there? I'm not against that. Greyhounds are beautiful dogs, too. Uh, Boston Terrier with Boston accent. <laughs> okay. All right. I get that. Annoying. <laughs> Siberian Leg Humper. <laughs> Just let him go, Clark. Just <laughs> let him go. If he gets a hold of you. Uh, least popular dog breeds here on the Morning Sickness on 95 7 The Rock. Again, the Labrador Retriever, most popular dog breed in the U.S. Uh, the Beaver Doodle is, <laughs> is the least popular one. Beaver Doodle. Yeah. Don't want that guy coming over your house. But uh, love your pets. Love your mm-hmm, dogs. Mm-hmm. Good luck walking them today. Going to be rainy and cloudy and just kind of meh. Going to have that wet dog smell in the house. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend and this is your chance to get out and enjoy it. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend and as Happy. much what do we got? As much as I enjoy a beer and a barbecue, let's all remember why we celebrate slash honor Memorial Day this weekend. Let's take some time out to remember that. Starting tonight, I talked to Brittany yesterday. She said as long as it's not raining, they'll be on the patio. Oh, is this, if, are they a big owls? Even if it's chilly <laughs> outside. Uh, so Big Al's okay. patio tonight, downtown Lacrosse. They've got amazing pizza. They got some killer drinks on the menu too. I had one. It was a blueberry thing. The other, like we were there two weeks ago. God damn. Yeah. Uh, great drinks and then uh, live tunes from Nightcap. Brittany Styles out there singing and dancing and moving and tambourine and, and the whole thing. Uh, a little bit chilly. Bring a sweater, but as long as it's not raining, Nightcap will be on the patio over there at Big Al's in downtown Lacrosse tonight. They play from five until eight. So after you get done with work, go down and get some pizza. At Big Al's and enjoy some live tunes from Nightcap. Tomorrow morning, bright and early, 11 a.m. till 3 p.m., the final Shoes with Heart shoe drive at the Radisson Hotel in downtown Lacrosse with the Lacrosse JCs. You can donate new or gently used shoes, boots, slippers, any kind of footwear. They'll donate that footwear to developing countries. You can find out more about that at AroundRiverCity.com. Saturday night, if you're looking for more tunes, speaking of pizza, yeah, Saxon Hall. Take that scenic drive down to Brownsville and get to Saxon Hall for incredible pizza and enjoy the wonderful sounds of Joe and Vicki Price from 7 until 10. You think they're going to be awesome? That's fun. Now, I don't know if they're indoors or if they're outdoors, but Saxon Hall tomorrow night, 7 until 10. Great pizza, great atmosphere, and great live music from Joe and Vicki Price. And then on Sunday, you've got even more live music. Uh, as long as the weather continues to improve, get your flippy floppies and get on a boat and head to Lawrence Lake Marina. Live music on Sunday. Cody and Rico starts at 3 p.m. There's always a ton of other events going on in the area. And if you want to find out more about all those events, go to AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want to see on the website, 
You can post it for free at AroundRiverCity.com. How cool is that? You just put your information for whatever's going on in your community. If you're involved in something and you want to let people know about it right there. If you're a band like Britney, a musician, and you're playing out, put it up there. And if you're looking, by the way, a little sneaky side side uh, bar here. If you're looking for uh, an early start to your Friday, yeah, noon is when they open up at the Skeleton Crew Brew today for their fifth anniversary party. So I'll see you there. Beer in hand. Can't wait. There you go. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can find that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you're looking for more info on that stuff. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.